internet. Happy 420 and Easter. It's past. After. Yeah. It's past Belated. Both of those. Belated. Hey. Yeah. Hey. Hey. Christ <laughs> is risen. Hey. Hey. He's got a big, big blunt. Smoking. Yeah. Smoking big, big joints full of. Do you think. Reefer. If Jesus was alive today, he'd turn Easter eggs into sweet cannabis nugs. <laughs> cannabis. Why do you pronounce it like that? I, I, don't, I don't know. I was going to say <laughs> cannabis, and then I was thinking of something else, and I was like, cannabis. All right, let's, let's just get Dale mispronouncing words out early. This is, the outrage, this, is, this is Outrage Factory, the podcast where we pronounce words properly and look at the things that made people mad online this week and explain why they're dumb for caring. We're on episode 86. Yes. You got it right. Nailed it. First time in 86 episodes. I have got the episode number right on the first try. I am your co-host, Derek Bowen. I'm your other co-host, Dale DeRuder. And do, do I have to do I have to give the disclaimer that I'm not really a Christian? Or before a, we talk about Easter? Yeah, well, everybody should know I'm not a pothead. What are you gonna say about Easter? What's the what's the controversial You know what? Just get into it. Well, there's always the obviously like, oh, religion is about, or religious holidays should be about the religion and not actual fun that people like doing. You were raised religious, though. Yeah, so are you. Yeah. Yeah, and I was never given chocolate as a child. And my parents were always like, it's because it's Jesus' day and it's the day he was brutally murdered and we shouldn't eat chocolate. And I think it was less their piousness and more that they just didn't want to spend money to, buy chocolate. to get four fucking kids that were four years apart wired on sugar and then just deal with them for a weekend. Makes sense. So in hindsight, I commend them for their loophole of saving themselves, not only the money to buy chocolate for four children, but dealing with four children laced with chocolate. I'd say that's probably one argument in favor of like the hyper religious is, is you could, it's like now that I have a kid, Mm -hmm. if there's a social event I get invited to and I don't want to go to it, Mm -hmm. fuck, I'm giving all my secrets away. If there's a social event, I don't want to go. It's okay. Nobody we know listens to this. Okay, perfect. Uh, and I don't want to go to it. I can just be like, sorry, kid can't do it. Wait, you, yeah, you're right here. <laughs> you said you can't do stuff tomorrow because of your kids. That's fine. That's, but that's just like, so it's a built in excuse. So now if you, if I need excuses to my kid to not do yeah. shit, I could be like, sorry, Jesus or the Bible or fucking God or whatever says you can't have that toy fun. or chocolate or fun or yeah. sex or anything enjoyable for yeah. the remainder of your life. Which, is good because he apparently asked to go to church this weekend. Yeah, he does that every weekend. Now. Really, he yeah. wants to go. To ch- he likes it. I get it. Like to him, it's yeah. like it's not something like he'll definitely grow out of it. Yeah, but like to him, it's a place where like people get together and sing. Oh, does he like not like? Because when I was a kid, I fucking hated church. Not because I was super anti God or anything, but because. You had to sit there and be quiet for an hour and a half. And guys like you and me who start podcasts just so we can talk. (laughs) Just so we can hear the sounds of our own voice. Aren't actually that into just sitting and being quiet. Clearly. Which is weird because now that I've been taught how to sit and be quiet, 
every time I'm in public and people just can't sit still, I'm like, fuck, everybody should just mandatorily have to go to church so they can learn to just sit in public for like half an hour without making noise and annoying me. Yeah, we should just implement church rules everywhere across the board. Restaurants, yeah. public transit, airplanes, uh, airports, uh Give me some other places people come, like bars, nightclubs. Imagine like a totally <laughs> silent. <laughs> when was the last time you went to a nightclub? Oh, uh, not that wasn't as to go long see, ago. That wasn't to go see a band. That was to actually, oh wait, I went to a nightclub when? like a month and a half ago. Oh no, mine's way longer For Tex's than that. birthday. No. He listens to this sometimes. Hey Tex, happy birthday, belatedly. Yeah, I think it was like a month ago. But yeah, it was crazy. I was like, it is so loud in here. I am so old. Why Why do people do this? Yeah. And you like barely drink anymore. Yeah. And you definitely don't do drugs anymore. Mm-mm. So what's the point? Exactly. You're not a big dancer. Dude, this weekend, I ate like shit for one night because we went up to Vernon to see Matt and Britt's kids. First time I saw them. And Olive's great, hey? Elodie's better. No, Elodie's the shitty. Elodie's the Our good friends kid. had twins. Uh, there's one twin that likes me, and there's one twin that fucking hates me. Yeah. Uh, Olive is the good twin, who I love. She's super cute. Elodie. Elodie loved me. Right I mean, I just held her. That's because she has bad taste in See, people. The one thing people don't understand about being a fat guy is fucking babies love you. Because I hold a baby, and it's like the world's biggest like beanbag chair for that baby. <laughs> They're like, this whole thing is soft. There's like, there's no hard shoulders, no hard chest. It's just a big blanket of soft. And they just curl up into your chest and you're like, oh, this baby likes me. And they're like, no, it's just you're fat and soft. And yeah. Yeah. You're like so a big, great. big comfy pillow. Yeah. So I hold her and she's all like cuddled up. I'm like, this is awesome. And I was like, is this the one Derek doesn't like? And they're like, yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is the one I like then. Just, just got to be different, don't you? Now arbitrarily have a different opinion than me, yeah. Which is something we're incapable of doing on this podcast. Which I think we initially conceived of being yeah. like, "Hey, we're gonna have different opinions and like argue with each other a bunch." And it turns out we agree on a lot of shit. Did we ever talk about how this podcast started? Was because you and me had an argument on the internet and. We did. I think was it the soldier thing? Do you remember what it was about? Oh, it was the respect the troops thing? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Because I was all like, "Ah, soldiers' lives are worth." You you were like, "Yeah, you were like objectively, the life of a soldier or a police officer is worth more than the life of any other human being." No, no, no. Doctors are worth more than both because they have the ability to save the most amount of lives. I was looking at it objectively as, like, I like to look at a lot of stuff. Like, you have a society. And I'm not going to pretend that society's bad or you want to be a caveman. Like you have a society and you want to run it optimally, opt, optim, optimally, Op- optimally, yeah, optimally, <laughs> whatever. The podcast where we pronounce words yeah. correctly. <laughs> Pronunciation factory, <laughs> optimally. So you want to have, so you like, you could arbitrarily give people's lives worth as their contribution to society and doctors have the ability to save other members of society. So obviously their worth is more. Okay. But so you're, you're looking at like the physical act of saving someone. Yeah. What if there's like 
a counselor or a therapist that saves tons of people's lives who might like eventually go on and commit suicide, but they save them through the act of, of therapy and yeah. like, by influencing someone's life. Those people are also worth more than our lives. Yeah, but how do you measure that? Easy. They're below <laughs> doctors, but they're above us. Like, I'm not going to break this down. Well, I could, but I feel like that would just be a whole lot of work. And then we'd just be like, not care about it anymore. What about all the people who are saved every week listening to our You're right. incredibly intelligent Our opinions. lives are worth more than therapists' lives. Yes. And we are therapists in a way, yeah. I feel like. I've, I've seen literally two times... <laughs> That somebody on the internet said, I listened to Outrage Factory, and they actually had good advice, and now my world fell apart. But they did say we had good advice. That's my only takeaway. If, yeah. if people say, people can, like, tweet at us and, like, couch one compliment in, like, 40 detractor statements yeah. where they're just like, these guys are fucking morons who are ugly and have tiny dicks, but they said <laughs> one smart thing. Yeah. And I'll be like, we said a smart thing. Exactly. It's like, you know how there's like that thing called criticism sandwiches or yeah. compliment sandwiches? Ours is like that, but it's the fucking criticism smorgasbord where you go, <laughs> our buffet, I guess. The the, uh, the Dagwood sandwich from yeah. the Blondie comics where it would just be like fucking yeah. like an entire <laughs> loaf of bread. So you go up to a buffet table and... That's us, and it's just full of shit you would never eat, but you eat way too much of it. But right at the beginning, there's a little bit of healthy salad, and you're always like, I'm just going to grab this so that other people don't think I'm a fucking animal, (laughs) and I'm going to eat a tiny bit of salad. And that's the piece of good advice we give. And then, Is this the only reason you eat salad? To, like, ward off shame from other people? Well, that and I have to now otherwise like I was saying on the weekend I ate so much garbage I was like hung over and I had a migraine and I was like I didn't even get a drink like that's why I eat salad now because my body's like if you don't eat fucking salad you're gonna be hung over tomorrow and I'm like Fuck. is this what it's like being 40 years old yeah <laughs> it's fucking terrible Christ. I could understand why our parents were so well my why my dad was grumpy all the time because his body was just I mean, falling dad, apart. My dad, too, was grumpy all the time. I would have been like, when he was 13, I would have been, or when he was 40, I would have been like, prime shithead Dale, 13 years old. So I can understand why he was a little bit grumpy. Like, hey, uh, we got this farm. We need you to do shit. And I'd be like, yeah, but I don't want to. Also, he wasn't eating salad. Yeah, he should have. <laughs> Maybe I'll do that. Anyways, I think Tangent Factory... <laughs> What were we talking? Oh, I was going to ask you something. About Easter? Because that's about what we Easter. started off. Yeah, that was, it's actually about Easter. So I've... So somebody posted um, that they're like, Easter is about Jesus, not Allah. Or not Allah, or however you say it. And get it right. And I was like, well, first of all, this is extremely racist. Yeah. And two, it's very incorrect. Because Allah is the same God as Jesus' dad. They are both, yeah. They're both like, they're both from the, Abraham brought one religion and then it split off into Judaism and Islam and then Christianity is an offshoot of Judaism, isn't it? Yeah, like if if you look at the, um, if if you do like a side-by-side comparison, I don't understand a ton about, uh, about Islam, but like a lot of the stories 
Like Muhammad and Jesus are like basically well, actually, basically the same person. Muhammad acknowledges Jesus and says he's a prophet as like on the same level as Moses, whereas Judaism doesn't uh, tribute doesn't think Jesus. Jesus is the Son of God. Some of them don't even think he existed, but like yeah, like Islam doesn't think he's the Son of the God. The Jews kill Jesus. Yeah, yeah. So my question is, like right now. If you look at Christianity, Islam, and Judaism, they're all from the same tree and it just sprouted different branches. Yes. But at one point, since you believe in the same God in three different ways, does it become three different gods? Yes. And it's not still the same God. Because... There's even there's different gods between like if you look at like people like fundamentalist Christians who believe yeah. like Old Testament shit yeah. versus like modern Christians they're not worshiping the same god yeah like the Old Testament is pretty much the equivalent of Zeus like some angry guy with a beard who sits in a cloud and the New Testament God is just this like abstract power that's everything lives and in, in everything, everything yeah. and somehow acts again we are not. Theologians, we do not understand that much about religion. That is also why I wanted to say I'm not a Christian. So, like, should I just stop insisting that all three religions worship the same God? And have they, like, I don't know, it's, it's kind of hard to, like, think about. Like, since they think of it as a different being, has it become a different being? Like, it's more of a philosophy philosophical question. Yeah, because the way you're treating it right now is like, if by believing that this thing that actually exists... Yeah. Wait, are you saying it exists? No, I'm saying that you're treating it like it. Like, if I... Oh, yeah. So it's like the... um, the fucking Schrodinger's Schrod- cat. Yeah, I was gonna say Schrodinger's cat. Yeah. Is if If, like, you don't actually know yeah. what's inside the box... So your perception kind of shapes yeah. reality, right? Yeah. As long as you don't know. And yeah. it's very much – that's like a good metaphor for religion possibly. Yeah. I just want to open the box. Like could you imagine – let's just pretend Jesus is real. Okay. Like we're not going to debate this. I mean I think Jesus the guy like existed. Yeah. I don't think – I'm not going to get into it, but I don't know that he was like, there's no doubt that like Jesus was a person who lived and like people wrote stories about him. Yeah. But I, I don't know that he has the like significance that people attribute to him. Like you don't think he's the son of God. I, it's not for, you don't think he's a divine being. Neither here nor there. Let's just pretend. No, I do not. Let's just pretend he was. Okay. So I don't know. I guess everybody who listens is probably knows what Easter is, but Easter Friday, Jesus was crucified on the cross, and then Easter Monday, he arose again. And it's called it's called Good Friday. Yeah, it should be called Bad Friday because <laughs> he got fucking murdered. Good one. Hey. So, two questions. One, do you think that the other two, the because th- he got crucified with two people beside him, yes. they're both like common criminals. Yes. Do you think they trash talked him? Like, for instance. If you were a criminal and you didn't have any respect for Jesus and you were put up on a cross beside him, would you par chance point out the irony that he was a carpenter 
and he was hanging on a cross made of wood. Like, I feel like the trash talk there. I mean, if I was getting crucified, yeah. I would probably dunk on whoever was up there with me, yeah. regardless of who they were or what yeah. their background was or the irony of, say, a carpenter being nailed to a wooden cross. And this rolls into my, the next part because it makes it even greater because, like, they were dunking on Jesus. They're like, haha, you're a carpenter. The irony's palpable, blah, blah, blah. And then... Are you making that part up or is that actually in the No, I'm just saying. Like, I'd imagine that would happen because we're talking like common criminals who had no respect for him. So they're obviously going to throw out insults at him. But then he fucking wakes up three days later. He's like, oh, shit, you're still dead. Ultimate dunk. Yeah, but they're not alive to receive it. Like, what's the point? That's another philosophical question if you dunk on a dead person. And they're not conscious to receive it, or an unconscious person, I guess. Yeah. Did you actually dunk on them? Oh, yeah. The joy of the dunk is, like, seeing another person's spirit crumble when you inflict it on them. <laughs> it's yeah. not just, like, saying the words, being like, guess what, motherfuckers, I'm still alive. Like, that's why I think people I think, are really respectful at funerals. I think it's more Jesus would dunk on these criminals, not because the criminals would feel bad, but anybody who didn't believe in Jesus at the time and was like kind of like listening to the dunks and being like, oh yeah, that the criminal has a point. This is ironic. And Jesus would be like, yeah, well, I'm still alive. And they would be like, that's a better point, Jesus. Wait, he came back to life briefly and then ascended to heaven, right? Yeah, On but the he, third walked, day, he, he rose walked again. around and like fucking was like, yo, Romans, what's up? I'm still alive. I've got these holes in my hands. And then just, and then f- fucked off to heaven. I think it was... That's the one part I don't know, because I can't remember specifically how long he was alive before he ascended to heaven. But he did ascend. Like, maybe he was like, oh, like, ah, uh, instead of sleeping tonight, I'm just going to become enlightened and go back to heaven with dad. Yeah, just levitate to the skies. Yeah. Now, do you think he would have just been, like, like shot up, or, like, his soul would have just left his body? No, like, I think he, like, c- like climbed onto, like, a hill somewhere. Yeah. And a big fucking beam of sunlight came down mm-hmm. and he put his arms out and he shot straight up like a rocket ship. Like the end of powder Never. when he just yeah, exactly like that. and Fuck shot it. like energy into everybody. <laughs> also, I want to go back to your original point, which was someone posted a meme saying that Easter is not, it's about God, not no, Allah. Easter is about Jesus, not Allah. Okay. And it is completely incorrect. Well, that's also the dumbest fucking thing. Like, Muslims don't celebrate Easter. It's no, not they a, don't. It's not, a, it's not an Islamic holiday. So, like, no fuck. What a stupid thing. Like, why would you post that? It's like, oh, it's not about Buddha either. It's like, you sure showed me, yeah, idiot. I, I, think, I think it was just, like, the dumb. It was just, like, him being, like, this, like, trying to, like, I don't know. Maybe he was like an elderly gentleman who's like. Is this a person you're friends with? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> no. I was going to be like, is this one of your Facebook? Like, no. Weird race. It was relatives? just something I saw. And I was like, the only thing I could think of was that he feels like he's dying and he's trying to ingratiate himself with Jesus. And then the next part is. You got to hedge your bets, man. Because you don't know which religion is the right one. Well, if you're going to hedge your bets with Jesus, he's like the nice guy. So you got to do nice things. Like you got to turn the other cheek. You got to fucking bro down with your enemies. You got to fucking touch sick people and drink wine. And I didn't read the whole Bible, so I don't know exactly what happened in there. But he like made people fish. 
Like he cooked some fish sticks and gave them to him on a mountain? No, he turned like, uh, he turned, yeah, there were definitely fish sticks involved. Okay. He like bought a pallet of fish sticks from Costco yeah. and dragged it up the mountain and yeah. then like, you know, conjured a deep fryer out of thin air. And then, what was it? He turned like fish, like two fish into like 40,000 fish. Yeah, and he, fe- like he fed 40,000 with two fish and a loaf of bread. God, fuck. I should have really paid more attention in the Catholic church I attended for 16 years. Why? Do you want to eat fucking fish? No, but I would just sound like much more knowledgeable on this podcast. And also, yeah, I fucking love fish. Guess what the best fast food burger is, motherfucker? Whatever fast food restaurant you go to, it's the fish burger. It's true. filet fish BK Big Fish. Yeah. I actually think those are the only two. Wendy's does not have a fish burger. Uh, I don't know. I'm sure Jack in the Box has fish, but that's in the States. Good one. Um, could you imagine? You're fucking, you get this throng of 40,000, like, people. Fish sandwich, Jack in the Box. Nice. You're all, your friends, you're like, yo, we're going to go see the son of God. He's a divine being. Oh, shit, who brought the snacks? That was gross. And everybody's like, oh, fuck, bro. I thought you were bringing the snacks. How are we going to have a picnic with no snacks? And Jesus is like, everybody, I know there's 40,000 of you, but guess what? I brought the snacks, and they're all like, oh, fuck, Jesus snacks. How good do you think these will be? And he's like, I've got fish and bread. And they're like, sweet, throw some tartar sauce and some cheese. He's like, nope, just fish and bread. And they're all like. I mean, oh. back in the day. I mean, oh, like, you're going to just, just, I guess, I guess, I guess it's better than not eating. Just fuck it. You're the son of God. I was just, you know, turn water into wine, but you're just going to fe- feed us fish and bread. You like just, just plain fish and plain bread. No toasting. Was the fish cooked? You know what would help 40,000 people appreciate just fish and bread? What's that? Some weed! Oh, takes shit! Us to our next topic! Oh, my God. Segway game on point. Uh, 420 happened, I guess, worldwide this weekend. Oh, yeah. Uh, Vancouver is a notoriously weed-friendly city. Uh, they had, like, their annual 420 protest. Yeah. Using the most liberal, dramatic air quotes in oh, the world. Oh, and my hot take... You know how I was like, oh, we should oh, yeah. talk about 420. I have a hot take. It's called, it's legal now, fuck off. Yeah, that is you a good take. You don't get to fucking be a bunch of gross hippies, meet up and wreck a park just so you can smoke pot. Like, it's it's legal now, so it's not cool anymore to just make up a group of people and blast dudes. Well, so I was my question, and I pose this to you as well as the audience is how long after legalization do we have to wait for stoners to transition from underground counterculture that they're really proud of to uh, people who are just addicted to smoking drugs who and they're deeply ashamed of it? Like, it should have like, already happened. Like five, ten years maybe? Will that happen in our lifetime? Because well, everyone who I talk to about this 420 protests. Yeah. And 420 is all it is, is it's St. Patrick's Day for people who love weed. Yeah. That's it. It's like a day of the year where you get to go get stoned off your ass. Yeah. And watch a Cypress Hill concert, which is apparently another thing that happened in Vancouver. And. Uh, but the shitty thing is, there's no like fucking patron saint of weed. Like St. Patrick's Day is about. St. Patrick kicking all the Druids out of Ireland. Bob. And that actually did something. Did Bob Barley? 
Yeah, but he's not a saint. She should be. Did you know you have to you have to do two miracles to become a saint? Not even just one. They're like, oh, you did one miracle, but that might have been a fluke. So we're gonna have to see another one before you get to be a saint. Also, Bob Barley was Rastafarian, so I don't think he would be eligible for sainthood in the Catholic Church, which is the no. only one that saints people, as far as I know. Yeah, and. I'm pretty hard-pressed to think of Bob Marley's two miracles, let alone just one. I mean... He popularized reggae music. That's, that's one miracle. That's a pretty big miracle, yeah. <laughs> uh, after that, I don't really know. Yeah. But, like, that's, that's a big one. Yeah. Um, but as an... I want to... Sorry. How to step you? on your toes. How dare you talk yeah. during the podcast we co-host. But I just wanted to say, I don't think it's... Like a time on the calendar that people realize that they're not this counterculture and they're just addicted to like smoking drugs. I think it's more along like the alcohol thing where it's like you're not cool and you're not having fun. You're just a person who is escaping reality and because you don't like reality. Yeah. It's like an escapist. So that's like what? mid to late thirties usually like that's what it, what it was for us where we're like, maybe this isn't all it's cracked up to be. Hopefully now that weed's legal, people will hit like 35 and they'll be like, Oh yeah, maybe, uh, maybe I could use a little more, less smoking weed, a little little more self-awareness. Maybe. Maybe, uh, Yeah. Maybe some motivation in my life. Yeah. Um, the thing that, so everyone I talked to about this, who was a pothead was acting like they were, they were like, no, like it is a protest because people are still like locked up in prison for for violating marijuana laws, even though it's legal now. And I'm like, OK, but that's not what you're doing. You're not freeing these people from prison. Yeah. You're just getting high because you like being high. Yeah. You're not saving anyone. Like, congratulations. You guys fucking won. You don't have to fake protest to get high in public. It's legal now. You didn't even have to. This fucking thing has been going on in Vancouver for like 20 years. Yeah. And they would just let people congregate and smoke a ton of weed. Yeah. Full disclosure, before I was an alcoholic, yeah. I was a pothead. Dale, oh. you remember that? Yeah, I remember that. Uh, and 10 years of my life just fucking wasted because all I wanted to do was get high and do nothing. And... I can conclusively say that people who want to be high all the time just, like, don't like their lives very much. Yeah. Because you need to, like you said, like, you're basically, like, self-medicating with weed because you need to distract yourself from yourself. Yeah. Uh, So we have all these people who claim that, like, there was a Twitter thread I saw and it was some, like, 25-year-old dipshit going off about all the, like, uh, radical medicinal effects of weed. It's like, dude, that's not why people smoke it. Like, that's yeah. why some people smoke it, and they smoke it medicinally. If that was why people smoked it, they would just take CBD oil. You get yeah. all the all the fucking the shit. Benefits. You wouldn't thrash your lungs, and you wouldn't stink outside my apartment, and I could just live easier. Yeah, but people who smoke weed, it's because they like getting high. And I just mm-hmm. like, and that's fine. That's a personal choice. That's yeah. your personal choice. If you're a person who smokes weed, fucking cool. Good for you. Stop pretending like you're saving people by doing it or that you're doing it for any noble and just reason. You're smoking weed because you like being high. Yeah, and if you're smoking weed and you need to pretend there's some noble act behind this of you smoking weed, maybe you shouldn't be smoking weed. If you can't say to yourself, 
I smoke weed because I like being high. You should probably stop smoking yeah, weed. You're in denial. Yeah. 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 Also. Fucking. Where do potheads find the energy to be so <laughs> self-righteous? Like, just like, fuck. How? Yeah. I get it. I was 25. I was poor. My life sucked. I drank cheap alcohol to, like, get me over the hump. Like, working a job you hate blows, and it's Wednesday, and you got a fucking duber, and you just blast that, and then you forget about how much you hate going to work. But I think what happens is, like, in your later years, like, we're, like, I arbitrarily just put, let's just say 35. 35 is the age where you're just, like, take a look at yourself, and you're like, it's not worth it. I don't know if that's true for everyone. It's not true for everyone. I'm just saying that as a good, like, yardstick. Like, if it's after 35, you're too late. If it's before 35... (laughs) You're already done. If it's before 35, you're a bit early layoff. Do it the exact time I did so that I don't have to second-guess my choices. That's... That's fair. Basically, all my advice to you is... Do what Dale did. Do things things the same way I did. Start a podcast. So I don't have to feel bad about the way I lived my life up until this point. Yeah, you lived it exceptionally. So here's a question for you. Yeah. A big part of you, uh, I guess, yeah, we can call it sobering up or like scaling back your your drinking and and drug uh, drug, drug use. Yeah. Was you got a girlfriend who didn't like you doing those things. Yeah. So if you hadn't gotten that girlfriend, what what does Dale look like today? I the other part, it was it was a two-pronged attack. One, I got a girlfriend, and two, I got gout. Right. So and the funny thing was, like, before I got this girlfriend, I was like, oh, I gotta quit drinking. I can't do this anymore. And I'd actually quit getting like blasted. Like, I hadn't gotten blackout drunk since before I met her. And actually, when I was talking to her, apparently I expressed how much I wanted to quit drinking and kind of just get my life back in order to maybe have a family or something. And she was, she tells me that's one of the reasons why she agreed to date me was because... You lied to her. I didn't lie to her. <laughs> because I, I, was like, I was like, I'm still overweight. I was worse back then. I was like, ah, oh, fuck, I got to get this train... I don't know, like not back on the rails because it's too late. Maybe like rail adjacent. Like maybe I gotta get, I gotta, I gotta take this train out of the lake and put it at least beside the rail. Like on back on land. Yeah, yeah. I gotta pull it out of the water at least. And then I got gout, and then it was just like, well, fuck, I can't drink now anyway because, like, the thing with gout is the doctor told me she was like, you. If your gout gets worse, you have to take a pill every day and it sucks. Or you can clean up your uh, fucking diet, don't drink as much, and don't eat as much sugar. So I was like, fuck, I'll just do that. Because I don't know. It's, it's, it's kind of something I don't tell everybody, but I'm kind of like not a purist, but I don't really agree in pills. Like I don't really agree with like taking a pill every day for the rest of your life. If you can get around it, I'm, I'd always say get around it if you can naturally because I don't know, something about like taking a gout pill, like obviously if you need it, you got to take it. But for me, I'm like, I don't want to be fucking dependent on this pill. And one of the reasons is I'm going to forget. Like 
I bought like a whole bunch of vitamins, which I guess kind of goes against what I was saying. And I was like, I'm going to eat these every day and I'm going to be healthy. I eat them maybe once a week. That's still pretty good. And if I did that with gout pills, I'd just be fucking exploding. Like gouty all the time. Yeah. I think that's so this might sound more judgy or controversial than I intend it to. But I think that's so a lot of people and I'm not saying all people. There are people yeah. out there with like medical conditions where you actually need to take the pills yeah. that are prescribed to you. Um, but in a lot of cases, there are situations where people could could make the lifestyle changes yeah, like you did yeah, and avoid having to do all that shit. Mm-hmm. But because they lack that commitment or they just don't want to make that change, yeah. they elect to like counteract their shitty lifestyle choices with with pills instead or with like medical procedures or like it's like people who want to um fucking you, you know like staple their stomach or something yeah like yeah. or like get big muscles so they do steroids yeah. it's like you you want the shortcut yeah to the healthy lifestyle instead of just like making the lifestyle changes yourself i think another thing too is just like people don't actually know how important your diet is to your life. Like, like I, I keep saying, like they're starting to find out like your gut biome is like related to your personality and all I'm going to fucking, I'm going to start a biome jar. And every time you say biome on this <laughs> podcast, you're going to have to put $5 in it and then we'll go buy some probiotics. Okay. So what I'm saying is like, this is going to make me sound like a hippie and I'm, I'm just coming to terms with the fact that maybe I'm partially hippie. So like, I mean, you have been dating Andrea for how long? Three years almost. Oh, yeah. You're full. You're, Two years. You're in there. Three years? You should probably know that. She doesn't listen. Yeah, that's a good thing. That's fine. So anyways, like I'm like before we had this like recent in society, this recent medical boom where we got all these pills to basically shortcut fix everything, we had just been like dealing with it more holistically like what you eat and what you stay away from and stuff. Even the medicine was like, you know, like medicinal yeah. herbs and shit. It wasn't synthetic yeah. chemicals. And I'm not saying don't get medical attention and just rub like a potpourri on your skin and you'll get better. What I'm saying is uh, your diet has way more effect on your body than medical doctors are willing to admit. And... I just don't want people to stop taking pills or whatever. But like, like I did, like there are like, you should definitely look into ways like maybe not, maybe not even just quitting whatever pills you're on, but maybe like supplementing with a better diet to like cut back on the pills or something. Yeah. I I do want to kind of walk back what I said before. I wasn't trying to judge people who do have to take pills for medical conditions. Anybody who listens to this podcast knows we judge people openly. <laughs> All right, it's, good. It's kind of our charm. Like if you have to take if you have to take pills for something that's fine and if you make the choice because it is yeah. at the end of the day it's your fucking body or whatever. Yeah. If you want to do pills instead of the lifestyle changes or you've made the lifestyle changes you still have to take the pills fucking great. But yeah, basically like you said, yeah. I'm going to do something uh totally out of character for this podcast and just agree with you, Dale. Holy shit. <laughs> and uh, I'm going to start a fucking agree with Dale Jar, and every Perfect. time All right. <laughs> you agree with me, you get to take five dollars out of it. Out of the bio jar. <laughs> no, you just get five dollars for agreeing with Perfect. me. I will take that. Um, I will pay you off. Yeah, it's it's. I think a lot of things. Um, 
like our our diets we even look at like what's happened in the past 20 years and our our diets are shit our exercise is shit our sleep habits are shit our fucking we're like we do we inflict like permanent damage on our brain by like not paying attention to anything for more than like two or three minutes at a time to be fair most shit is dumb and we shouldn't pay more than <laughs> attention to it for more than two minutes. Except for this time. podcast, which yeah. you've been now paying attention to for 36 minutes. Thank you. But the best thing about podcasts is you can listen to it and do other stuff at the same time. Yeah, I actually have to wonder how many people like pay any attention because I know how I listen to podcasts and yeah. I'll just like throw one on at work and suddenly 40 minutes later I'm like – I'm like, oh, I remember nothing of that. And also, I don't remember what I was working on because I split my brain to focus on two different things for 40 minutes. See, I do the same thing, but I I can't write and listen to podcasts. Oh, it's going to be like you listen to podcasts while you weld and just kind of black out? Well, like I – Seems safe? I don't want to be the guy who says this, but welding doesn't take much brain power (laughs) once you're good at it. It, It's like it's hard to get like – wrap your mind around it at first because it's just like it's like thinking about using a squirt gun to make solids or whatever and metal it's like at first you're like oh this is totally hard but then once you get used to it you're like this is kind of boring so i'll listen to podcasts and i'll learn all this sweet cool shit because like i listen to stuff with scientists or true crime or whatever and you like joe rogan yeah i listen to joe rogan and i also listen to the last podcast on the left and they were talking about like they were talking about like the book of revelations and I was like, Oh fuck. If I could remember some of this stuff for when we talk about Easter, it's like Jesus and it's the same thing, but I forgot all of it. Yeah. I remember book of revelations, uh, was my, the only part of the Bible I thought was cool. Yeah. Cause that's like, like dragons. Well, it's like the end of days yeah. where like Satan brings his army to earth. And I was like, this is fucking dope. That's not the part of the Bible you're supposed to like. Do you want, do you want to hear a big Debbie Downer on that? Which I learned from uh, fucking last podcast on the left when they were talking about it. The book of Revelations already happened. It was what? the fall of the Roman Empire. No, but there were no dragons. During yeah, the fall. it's all figuratively. And they're like, they're like seven people and there's like seven emperors of Rome. And then it all just like, I don't know. But what about like the the horsemen of the apocalypse? Like mm, those probably like the Saxons and the Germanic tribes and the Mongolians maybe. But they what, all kind of fought and the Gauls, they all fucked the Roman Empire. What about the what about the dragons? <coughs> what about the like seven-headed beast and the like Well, Satan? the seven-headed beast is Rome cuz it had seven emperors up until the point when Revelations was written. And then Satan, I don't know. It's just a metaphor? Yeah. Fuck. Garbage. Also, these guys also said that there were 20 other books that were like Revelations that were going to be included Turned in the Turned into an novel, HBO series. But they got axed for Revelations. Like, apparently, like, I don't know how I didn't know this, but in 1945, some dude in the desert dug up this jar and there was like fucking 20 Gnostic scriptures that are from the same time as Revelations. It just didn't make the Bible cut. So there's all this other, like, fucking... If, if you want to think about it in fantasy, there's all this other lore that's canon that we just don't know about. <laughs> and then, like, this is an example, because I was like, holy shit, I want to know all of this stuff. 
and I Googled it and I read like two pages and then I forgot it. And I was like, well, that's about as much effort as I put in uh, learning anything. That's so. the other thing that happens when you turn 40 is <laughs> yeah. your brain becomes a porous sponge incapable of absorbing <laughs> yeah. uh, any new facts. But what we should do is start a podcast where yeah. we just listen to other podcasts hosted by people much smarter than us. Yeah. And then turn around and record those facts directly into this microphone so we appear like the smart guys. That is a good idea. Or we could do what people have always done. We could read books. <laughs> And then we could pretend we're smart. Speaking of. Because what we read, and we'll just say stuff we read, we learned in the books. And we'll give it like, and even the fact of I saying. I read books like, all the time. Even the fact of saying, I read this in a book makes us sound smart. Because I just people said. are like, holy shit, they had to read something <laughs> to get this fact? They're smart. That's why I just said it. I'm yeah. a book reader. Okay. Get a load of me. Give us some facts that you read in a book. No, I'm mostly reading like self-help shit and stuff about relationships right now. So that's, that's not going to help like anyone. People. Oh, that reminds me. Tangent Factory. Going back way back to the when you said, what would I be like without Andrea in my life? I do have to say, I am very aware that I get pussy whipped a bit. I don't know that you can say that anymore in 2019. You could just say I am devoted to my okay. lady partner. I would say that my lifestyle choices have been influenced by my girlfriend. Uh, good. That's and I'm tender. okay with that. Yeah, as you should be. Because I was single for 11 years <laughs> and it was boring. I mean, I don't. I got over that. I don't. I know Andrea doesn't listen to the podcast. Yeah. I will say, even though she doesn't listen to this podcast, yeah. she's had a really positive influence on your life. Oh, thanks. So that's yeah. I'm gonna go break up with her. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we're gonna take a quick break and we'll come back. Uh, Dale will be single, and we can. No, I'm not. I, I, okay. This is gonna sound horrible. Yes. But I can't date again. I can't approach women and be like, "What's okay to say to you right now?" Because I was terrible at it before the PC explosion, and I'd be even worse at it now. Yeah, I could not imagine you. I mean, if you're ever single again, yeah, you, that's just that's it. I th- I, I told Andrea, she's like, if we if I ever die, who would you date again? I'm like, no, I'm retiring. <laughs> I'm just gonna be fucking weird single guy from this point on. <laughs> be like an elderly cat father. I'm like gonna buy a Tilly hat. And wear fucking Hawaiian shirts, pull my socks up too high, and just pretend I don't get social cues. Because that actually sounds pretty good. Yeah, not a lot of pretending going out there either. (laughs) We'll be right back. Yes, we are. Okay, Derek, remember last week when you – fuck, we just talked. We just talked all the way through this. And we I already we did the second. Just, just jump in. Okay. Just jump right in. So anyways, I'm going to say I got a dickhead of the week okay. for us. And his name is – where is it? Jim Macris. Okay. Does that name ring a bell? It does not. What did Jim Macris do, well, Dale? Well, in 2013, under the company Chronic Incorporated, Jim Macris – under the is guys, it weed, is it a weed company? No, 
It is a plastic recycling company. And under the guise of he sent 50 shipping containers to the Philippines because he was going to sort it with like cheap Filipino labor. Is Filipino racist? No, that's the actual okay. like, nationality. So he was going to sort all this plastic with Filipino labor that he had bought from Vancouver. It was like from the recycling containers and stuff. And they were going to sort it and he was going to sell it. And then that didn't happen. And the 50 shipping containers of what the Philippines president – is he the president? Duterte, yeah. Yeah. Duterte is calling it garbage and saying there's like adult diapers in there. It's just straight up trash. And that – Wait. How does he know they're adult diapers? The size probably (laughs) of the turds in the diapers. (laughs) (laughs) So apparently these things have been there for six years. Jim Macris and Chronic Incorporated has disappeared. Like the company that was in – the Philippines was also called Chronic Incorporated, and they tried to follow. Did you just flex your chest? No. Nice. <laughs> working out, working out. <laughs> Ladies. I'm Derek, bracing. Bracing for war. Derek could do that thing where you flex your titties. Did, did they move when I did yeah, that? Oh, you could do it too. Yeah. Ladies. Ladies. We could both flex our chest in the middle of talking about. An international incident (laughs) that could actually mean something very bad. So anyways, Chronic Incorporated is gone. The Filipino plant already has another business. already had another business in the building three years ago. So it's just like fucking done. Trudeau was all like, oh, I would take the garbage back, but it's not. It's out of law because it's owned by this company. So we can't. And then a year ago, that stipend like... Uh, expired. So Duterte and Trudeau met and they're like, yeah, we got to get rid of this garbage. What up? And nothing's happened. And now Duterte is like, you got a fucking week, Canada, or I'm going to declare war on you and send the garbage back. Other than Duterte not really understanding what's involved with war, because if you, if you, yeah, what's he declare, he's going to put him on a boat. Yeah. And, War them into Canada is what it sounds like he's trying to say. But he did. I do want to say his quote because it's uh, pretty good. So I'll give a warning to Canada. Maybe next week that they better pull that thing out or I will set sail. (laughs) Duterte, who is known for his combativeness, threatened to declare war on Canada if the issue isn't resolved. I will advise Canada that your garbage is on the way, he said. Prepare a grand reception. Eat it if you want to. Fucking boom! Damn. Playing Duterte. Now, the only thing is, if you declare war on Canada, even though I don't even think we have one air carrier, even though I don't think we have too many toys to play with, uh, I don't think... The big brother USA is just going to allow a scrappy third world country to just bring garbage back when the United States has pretty much used the entire world as a dumping ground and would not want that precedent set. So I could see old Uncle Trump stepping in and defending us with they've got to have a couple fucking like plane carriers out at sea somewhere to stop this like 
flotilla of 50 shipping containers. So Trump and Duterte are actually, like, very similar and have a lot of parallels. And, like, he's been... They just talk big and have no actual power to back it up? Yeah, that's the main thing. Like, they're both, like, populists who Mm -hmm. are also, like, insane. Yeah. Um, So... Trump might align with him. But the other thing, so while you were talking, I did yeah. some like really quick Googling. Uh, Philippine Army is 93,000 people. Wow. That's more than I thought it was. Not bad. Uh, the, uh, the population of the Philippines that is fit for military service that could serve in the military if conscripted uh, is 20 million people. Canada's only got 30 million people, period. Yeah. Uh, and the, the so I was going to be like, how big is the Filipino army? And they're like, they're, what did I say? 98,000. Yeah. Uh, Canada's entire armed forces is 40,000 people. Oh. How has someone not just walked into our country and taken it over? Because 40,000 people ain't shit. I could tell you one way. Old Mama Queen ain't going to let that happen. We'd be like, yo. We still have your face on our money, so mom, can you come give us a hand here? They're dealing with all that Brexit shit right now. They're probably distracted. Oh, this if anyone's going to strike against Canada, hey. now is the time. Hey, I'll tell you one thing. If anything could take their mind off Brexit, it would be stepping in to help their lost little colony that bit off more than they could chew. (laughs) That would be, that would unite your, like, that would unite England so fast and hard. They'd be like, yeah, going back to save our little people who helped us in World War I and II. Could you imagine if World War III was kicked off? We've been talking about, like, nuclear war and terrorism and all this shit. But the thing that actually started it was 50 shipping containers (laughs) full of adult diapers. (laughs) So like how fucking perfect would that be for 2019? I'd say valid. Like 50 containers full of adult diapers is a lot of fucking adult diapers. And it could be like, could you imagine if the, if world war three was basically all the countries that the first world has been dumping on for however many years to just become more advanced, being like, yo, we're not your whipping boys no more. Take back all your garbage. And could you imagine if not only the Philippines, but like fucking Africa and all the other China, shit? India, that, Japan. Well, India. Right. Yeah, India not too. Not Japan so much. Yeah. Like if all those countries were like, oh, Except yeah, America. all this shit you've been dumping here for 30 years, oh, here it is. That would be. So much garbage. That'd be at least a hundred shipping containers worth of stuff. <laughs> I have a solution to this. Yeah. Uh, and we covered it in an episode a couple of weeks ago. Yeah. Just fucking feed the garbage to a whale. Yeah. Find one whale. One Ooh. whale. A decent sized whale. Force feed it 50 shipping containers full of adult diapers. I'm not a scientist. We're done here. But I've got to say, there's got to be some nutrients in adult diapers. Yeah. There's got to be, like, bacteria or something. Like, these fucking whales, like... Think about their gut bio. Yeah, exactly. It's $5 in the jar, Derek. (laughs) Like, they they basically suck fleas out of the water. I'm sure they could get something out of the diapers. Yeah. So, yeah. Let's get a fucking team of diaper-eating whales. Just one whale, I think, would would be okay. How much did they find that that one whale? 40 bags. Or 40 pounds? What was that? Like a dirt bike, maybe? 
Who rides a dirt bike in the city? The suburbs, man. Oh boy, I hope. Welcome pu- to the suburbs. I hope the mic picked that up. So uh, that- yeah, otherwise we're gonna sound weird. Yeah. Okay. Also in uh, garbage news, uh, this isn't. Uh, there was apparently a thanks uh, thanks to listener Kate Cranley for sending this in. Thanks for the hot tip, Kate. Oh, just a listener now. She's also my girlfriend. Oh, oh there it is. Shit. Special treatment in the mailbag. Uh, Third girlfriends. That's okay. If Andrea ever writes into the she wouldn't because she doesn't listen. Yeah, if she ever wrote in. Actually, she's always like, you should talk about this on the podcast. And it's like, she has the sheet. It's something actually political and serious. I'm like, I don't know. That's not her brand. Whereas Kate gets us. Yeah. So she sent this in. Uh, and it's about how uh, the Duggar family from, uh, they're that fucked up family on TLC that had like 32 kids. And uh, the kids started touching each other. It's pretty much a disgusting den of demons. How Even though they're they religious, have? they have like uh, 19 is what they had. Yeah, I think that's right. Um, they made deviled eggs. Yeah. Which is a well-known tasty treat. Yeah. Like probably one of my favorite. I was thinking about this and I, I fucking love deviled eggs. They are love pretty them. good. And then I was like, I also love scotch eggs. Yeah. And I'm like, maybe all my favorite foods just involve eggs. Dude, eggs are the fucking king. They're great. Anytime you have a horse duver with eggs involved, it's the best. <laughs> what? Nothing. What did I mispronounce? Eggs? No, you said you, <laughs> you said <laughs> eggs perfectly. Keep it up. Okay. Um, so they made deviled eggs and they did a fucking Instagram post, I want to yeah. say. Post a picture of themselves making deviled eggs, but because they're the f- like this fucked up breed of people who uh is obviously super religious. Yeah. Religious to the point where they, like, don't believe in birth control. Yeah. Or not believe in, like, interbreeding. Having sex less than 19 times in your adult life. Yeah. Okay. Wait. I got to say. You lost me there. Well, because they had 19 kids. Yes. So they had sex 19 times. Minimum of 19 times. And that's way too much. (laughs) Okay. It's too much sex. I wasn't sure if that was where you were going. They're like, what, 70 now? Gross. Knock it off, Grandpa. You're only allowed to have sex till you're like, what, 42? Those are the rules? Yeah, I think that doesn't your deck just fall off at 42? I'm looking forward to it. <laughs> so much more time for video games. Exactly. <laughs> I can like maybe, without my Johnson always creeping into my thoughts, I can actually read a book and retain it. But probably not. You won't. You no. will absolutely would not read a book if your dick fell Derek. off. Derek. Unless there was a book entitled, is, Why Did My Dick Fall Off? <laughs> this is my excuse. Oh, okay. I can't read books because you're too horned up all dick. the time. Yeah. You're just too horny to read. It's bulletproof. Yeah. I believe it. Yeah. Not too horny to podcast. Wow. You can always talk with a Woody. <laughs> wow. <laughs> okay. okay. $5 in the Woody jar, Dale. <laughs> it's just like the podcast studio is just. A hundred jars that I have to keep putting money in every time I do something socially awkward yeah. while people are listening. And some of them are full of my urine. <laughs> Continue. Okay, so what did they call them? Oh, they called them. So they made deviled eggs, yeah. but because they're like fundamentalist Christian or whatever, yeah. they referred to them as which yellow pocket angel eggs. 
Much too wordy. Needlessly elaborate. Doesn't even make sense. Just call them angeled eggs. Yeah. Would have been smarter. Yeah. Yelp. Like, why? So you give them a dumb fucking name. Yeah. And then it apparently. Maybe uh, angel eggs is something that exists already. Maybe. I got to say, though, deviled eggs. Half the allure is knowing you're being a sinner. You're like, ooh, I'm eating deviled eggs. This is so bad. If Jesus knew I was eating deviled eggs, he'd be very upset with me. Yeah, but they're not, they're not, I mean, isn't deviled, isn't that like the cooking technique that you use to make them? Sure. Like what, you cook them in Hades? Like you take eggs to hell? To hell them, and, and boil them. They're like, Cooked in the lava of hell itself, uh, yeah. so that's how you devil something? Yeah, you take the eggs to hell, and Satan stands over a cauldron with a big fucking trident. Yeah. And he uses it to stir the eggs. So, by deviling something, is that just putting nutmeg on it? Because aren't deviled eggs just, like, hard-boiled eggs, like, with the middle, like, taken out and, like, nutmeg mixed in? What? No. They're, like... Okay, you said deviling something is a way to cook it. So you, like, boil the eggs. Yeah. Like, hard boil them. I'm with you. Then you scoop out the yolk. Wait, yeah. did you, is this exactly what you said? And then you, like, mix the yolk with mayo. Yeah. I think. Yeah. Tastes like mayo. Yeah. And then you put them... You put, like, nutmeg in there. There's some, like, red spice. No, uh, uh, paprika. paprika. There you go. Oh. Anyway. But that's, like... Deviling. I yeah. gotta Google it now. You know what? I do gotta say this is very smart of the Duggars because Easter is a time for families to come together and they had all that bad press because their family started fucking each other and then one of them went to jail and they all got molested and then people were starting to be like, yeah, maybe 19 oh, kids yeah, is too much. That maybe you raise these kids terribly. What the fuck are you doing? And now they're like, oh, you silly billies. That's not what they're called. And they totally forget about all that dark evil shit that was happening in the household. I mean, it worked because up until you just said that, I was yeah. like the most offensive thing the Duggar <laughs> family has ever done is refer to these eggs as yellow pocket angel eggs. Yeah. But now that you mentioned it, there was all that kid touching shit that happened. Yeah. Yeah. And that like fucking weirdo abuse where they're like made the ki older kids act like parents to the younger kids so they could just go have more sex and make, make more, more kids babies for their yeah. older younger kids to watch yeah uh devil as a culinary term goes back to the 1700s and it orig originally meant to cook something with lots and lots of hot and spicy condiments and seasoning so pretty much everything we eat now uh, today, the term is most closely associated with just two foods, deviled eggs and deviled ham, which I never heard of until uh, I read this blog post. What? You never yeah. heard of deviled ham? No idea. Bro. Gonna read about it, though. Come to the dark side. While deviled eggs, egg yolks mixed with mayonnaise, mustard, and spices and placed back into a halved hard-boiled egg aren't particularly spicy. They do maintain the qualities that make a food traditionally deviled, mustard and pepper. The paprika is technically a variety of chili pepper, uh, and it's red. Deviled ham was invented uh, in 1868 by the Underwood Company when a worker mixed ground ham with some slightly spicy seasonings and then canned it. Still no idea what this huh. is. I'd imagine it. you probably love it. It's probably like white guy spicy ham. 
That's what it sounds like. Wait, so instead of just like... Oh, this looks all right. Eating poverty food when I would mix frozen vegetables and ramen with hot sauce, I could have called that... Deviled ramen. Deviled or, ramen? Or yellow pocket angel ramen. <laughs> depending on how you feel. <laughs> like, you know, if you don't want to come across as too satanic. See, one thing I... Okay. My main problem with the yellow pocket angel eggs is it's a white pocket that holds yellow. Right. So not only is it dumb, too wordy, it's factually incorrect. Like angel pocket full of yellow stuff would have been yeah probably better. Yeah. Or eggs that are totally not filled with jizz would have been slightly more accurate than yellow angel pocket. What is it? Yellow angel pockets of yellow things? Yellow pocket angel yellow pocket angel eggs? What are they called? I'm just trying to think if I've ever eaten deviled eggs prepared by you now cuz I have a strong suspicion they were actually full of your jizz. It tastes like mayo. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> you not a mayo guy? No. You don't like mayo? I'm a Miracle Whip guy, bro. I will do either. Miracle Whip's pretty good, but I'm like, mayonnaise as a condiment fucking belongs on everything. I love it. I would eat it with a spoon if I could. Do you know Just what, like a whole jar of mayo. Do you know what I ate as a kid that I think about now and I'm disgusted? White bread with peanut butter and mayo. Interesting. Into the toaster oven. All right. And my mom got so mad at me because she's like, that'll fucking kill you because you can't just like... Heat up mayo because I don't know, like, well, there's my mom thought that they would actually make a product that you could easily kill yourself and just put it on the store shelf, which they obviously wouldn't. I mean, if it was homemade, even if it was homemade mayo, I think you could, like, yeah, it. I don't think it would kill you because she's like, there's eggs in that, it'll kill you. I'm like, then we'd all be dead. Do you remember that? But there was, uh, growing up as a child in the 80s, there was this time where it was like, uh, there was like salmonella scare and, and so it like flipped overnight because my mom used to make us like breakfast shakes with like raw egg in them. Yeah. And then suddenly she was like, we can't do that anymore because you will die. Oh yeah. Of, like brutal and painful death. So it was like, there must've been some shit that went down with people eating undercooked eggs and they were like, Oh, this actually causes foodborne illness. Well, see the thing was when they started factory producing eggs, because you can't get salmonella from, Okay. I'm going to give you a culinary lesson here. So the reason you have to cook stuff that's ground, like the reason you have to cook ground beef more than uh, steak is salmonella is only on the outside. So if you have steak, it gets cooked off so the salmonella won't be inside of it. But if you grind grind it, it gets all mixed through it. So eggs, you should be okay if your eggs are washed because salmonella will only be on the outside of the shell from when the chicken like shits it out. But it only be like salmonella if it gets like chicken blood and stuff on it. So what happened was I guess at some point factories were like, why are we washing the eggs when nobody eats the shell? Let's just fucking shove them out and then people will crack them and they'll cook them and then they won't get sick. And then Rocky came out and people were like, I'm just going to eat raw eggs now. And then the factories were like, what the fuck is going on? So you can do this? Yeah. So you could do chesty things like Derek and I could do. It's totally impressive. 
and our muscles are huge. Giant. So yeah, and then a whole bunch of kids died in the 80s, probably. Because the only thing stuff ch- the only reason they make rules is because a bunch of idiots killed themselves. Yeah, and even then, like you look at guns in the states, bunch of idiots kill themselves and other people no, all the time. Still bunch no of rules idiots, there. Bunch of idiots killed other people. Uh, and sometimes themselves. themselves. Okay, yeah. mailbag. Yeah, let's uh, look at the old mailbag. What do we got? Uh, Nikki wrote in that they haven't changed the benefits you get for being a doctor in a rural town. Nah, advice there, don't live in a rural town. There's nothing there for you anyways. Yeah, live in a city. It's fucking banging. Uh, Kate Cranley. We, our favorite listener. We already gave her some props. Uh, right. Uh, she also posted something about how Tinder deleted George Zimmerman's profile. Uh, for those of you who don't remember, George Zimmerman is the guy who shot Trayvon Martin. And then uh, once he was found not criminally responsible for that, just doubled down on being the most egregious fucking asshole in the entire world and uh, the most toxic piece of shit. So yeah. I don't know if Kate shared this because we're supposed to be mad that he was deleted from Tinder. I, I'm personally a fan of it. Yeah. Fuck him. I think it's like all about like how we're always talking about deplatforming stuff. And yeah, I'd say if Alex Jones can't be on fucking YouTube, you don't get to be on Tinder because nobody's going to swipe you anyway. Plus, he had to go on as a he had to go on as Carter. He made a fake name because everybody would just be like, oh, this is that piece of shit who is totally bad. Also, how about you get rid of the stand your ground clause law in the States, guys? That's ridiculous. Anything else in the old mailbag? Uh, what do we got? Uh, uh, noted idiot Matt McLaren said, when's that Matt McLaren to be going to be on the show asking for a friend? Never. Probably. What would you say, Dale? Mm, probably never. Never-ish. Probably never. Uh, this is funny. Uh, Jamie Taylor said, the lack of news coverage on the Sri Lanka attacks versus the coverage of the Notre Dame on fire. Followed immediately by Robbie Riley, who said people that could, are complaining about how much money has been raised for Notre Dame Cathedral versus the other churches. So, you know, two sides of the same coin there. You guys yeah. work it out. Uh, Cindy Hunter said that terrible excuse for a song about the earth that was released this week, um, which is another thing we forgot to hit in our trifecta of uh, uh, 420 Easter and then Earth Day. Oh, yeah. Which is a thing. That we still feel compelled to have? Yeah, uh, I'm pretty sure we've proven we don't care about the earth. Yeah, I mean, we care about it in, I saw a bunch of people posting pictures on Instagram of places they traveled on earth. Yeah. So it's good. It's super dope that everyone had the opportunity to do that. But, you know, the entire earth is rapidly just sliding into a hellscape of trash and, uh... So I guess get your, diapers, yeah. get your Instagram shots in while you can because it's not going to be that scenic in a couple of years. You know what you should do? Instead of going and gluing yourself to the Globe at Universal Studios as a protest on Earth Day, stay home, watch Our Planet on Netflix, and let David Attenborough just fucking bum you right out about fucking animals dying because of climate change and how shitty the world is because humans are on it. And how it's pretty much irreversible at this point. Like, I think. Yeah. Meh. Then all the humans die and then the earth goes back to normal. Yeah. Or, you know, 
we all die and the Earth doesn't go back to normal. It will and it just eradicates all life on Earth. Nah. And then the only thing there's that's another ha- planet somewhere else that has life Dude, on it. The only thing that's going to happen is like disease is just going to come out of the – OK. The oceans are desalinizing because what the polar ice caps are melting. So all of the salt water in the oceans are getting less salty. So it's not going to hold back the diseases. And these diseases are going to come up on land and just kill a whole bunch of people. And then with less people, the plants are just going to suck the carbon out of the air, put more oxygen in, and the earth will be back to normal. It's not irreversible. We just have to get rid of a whole bunch of people. Like, like half them. Mo- like, like Thanos. Like most people. Yeah, like just snap your fingers and half the people on earth are eradicated. Yeah, I bet that earth is fucking green as fuck. The only thing is... Ah, uh, human-caused climate change has actually pushed back a scheduled – I don't know how they scientists figure this out. But we're supposed to be at the beginning of another ice age, but global warming pushed that back. So – It's actually a good thing. Yeah. I don't want to fucking be in Game of Thrones and fight zombies or whatever happens in an ice age. That sounds about right. Yeah. Fucking I think sounds you, terrible. I think you have to ride a woolly, a woolly mammoth though. That'd be kind of dope. Woolly mammoth, shorts and flip-flops. That's a hard scale. I know. I I definitely, something I've learned about myself is that I can deal with extreme cold much better than extreme heat. I mean, I don't fucking like either of them. Yeah. But I would rather be freezing. Oh, dude, parkas are comfy. Yeah. Like just fucking getting all this down shit and like, yeah. Plus, like, if you're uncomfortably hot... And you get to the point, you can always put more clothes on if you're cold. That's but true. if you're uncomfortably hot, you can only get so naked. And yeah. if you're still hot after you're naked, what's left? And if you're uncomfortably cold, you don't just get sunburnt to fuck. Mm, that's another that's another pro cold. Ah, fuck. Maybe we fucked up. Maybe we should have just had a nice age. You know, lessons for the next Next time. Next few generations down the road. Next time around. Let the Ice Age happen. We won't do the climate change thing and we'll let the Ice Age thing happen. I hope this podcast withstands the test of time and somebody discovers this. Yeah. Like preserved forever on one of those old timey metallic tape canisters (laughs) and they pop it in and they hear us saying, hey, if you have the choice between oppressive heat and oppressive cold, go with the oppressive cold. Let the Ice Age happen. Hey, thanks to all our mailbag uh, writers who wrote stuff in for the mailbag. Contributors. Especially Kate Cranley. Yeah. Thanks, Kate. (laughs) Whatever. Uh, Hey, this has been an episode of Outrage Factory, your favorite podcast. I've been your co-host, Derek Bolin. You can tweet me on the Twitter machine at Herder. I'm your other host, Dale DeRuder. You can tweet me on the Twitter machine at SuperDaleBot. You can find us on Twitter and or Facebook at... Twitter and or Facebook.com slash Outrage Fact Pod. Uh, find us on Simplecast. Uh, find us on iTunes. Hey, Dale, how's that uh, website coming along? Uh, Someday we will have OutrageFactory.com. It does not currently exist. We will get there. I'm going to try build it. Look at you go. Yeah. But for now, just go to Simplecast slash Outrage Factory. Uh, OutrageFactory.SimpleCast.com. Yeah, that's pretty extent. You can get all the episodes. 
wherever you do get your podcasts, if you like the podcast or you just find it kind of okay, or even if you think we're super shitty, please take like 10 seconds to rate and review us. Uh, if you like this episode, share it with your friends. If you liked it a lot, feel free to send us money through Patreon. Am I missing anything? Nope. Okay. Until next week. Stay angry.